Hi, my son, and welcome to a special 9320 podcast. Um, as we all know, as we have discussed for, for most of the last week, City have been in, in the headlines again um, for, well, with, obviously, we've been charged by the Premier League. Um, I've had the opportunity to speak on those charges. Stefan has, Lloyd has, Howard has. Um, what we're going to do over the next week or so is just do a few pods with some of the other contributors just to try and get a, 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 an idea from everybody about where they find themselves. And, and I'm going to start this morning with, uh, with Mr. Steve Tudor. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm pretty good, as I was saying off air. Um, a few few technical difficulties that, that I had to deal with this morning. But other than that, I'm, I'm really good. You know what? I feel, um, I feel we do something really good good with mm. 9320 and the reason that i say that is because in the last 24 hours i've spent quite a bit of time setting up free accounts for people everywhere from iran to india to pakistan and 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 it it's a reminder of of the reach that we have but it's also more importantly it's a reminder of the unifying nature of football and it's a reminder that you know um we relatively speaking we live in in relatively stable countries and and have access to the internet and are allowed to express our opinions on the internet freely about whatever we want that's just not the same in in other parts of the world so for our little podcast to be able to sneak through and 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 give people in different countries something to listen to and something to enjoy is yeah it for me it's uh it's a really it's a really nice feeling well said, man. Yeah, absolutely. And um, when you told me about this a couple of days ago, it kind of brings up a whole kind of mixture of emotions, really. It's pride. Um, it's it's heartwarming, but it's also quite dispiriting, isn't it, that this kind of remains the case in, in, in the modern world. Um, mm. that there are people out there who don't have the same liberties as we do and liberties that we take for granted. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay, so look, speaking of taking li- fucking liberties. <laughs> <laughs> perfectly put. Yeah, perfectly put. No, look, I, I'm, the, the question I want to start with is, it's, it's a very simple one, and it's one that I've uh, pondered a lot since the charges dropped. And that is, um, do you remember supporting City before the takeover? Do you remember your relationship with the club, how you felt about the club? And also, you know, to a greater or a lesser extent, how you felt about success or failure within the context of your uh, supportership? That's, I'll answer that by kind of broadening it out, if that's okay, to kind of how I felt about football, because obviously it's so intrinsically linked to how I felt about City. So pre-takeover, I used to just enjoy football. I used to just enjoy it it was a hobby it was a pastime it was it meant the world to me but at the same time I could very much detach that from the rest of my life um as regards to how I felt towards City I'm sure the same for yourself and everyone else listening in um of a certain vintage we were rubbish for the most part you know kind of we had a habit of snatching victory out of the jaws of defeat or actually the way around (laughs) um and that's who we were. Um, going further back, we were a, a punchline, a national punchline at, at, for a good five, six years. That kind of brings about a mentality of 
well, self-deprecation, certainly, and the ability just to laugh at ourselves and the ability to view football for what it should be, really, which is a laugh, an enjoyable thing, enjoying the moments when they come. And those moments, compared to now, are, you know, a 1-0 home victory, uh, you know, in, in the 89th minute over Oxford United or something like that, you know. <laughs> they, they, Why I, bring I, up Oxford? Why bring up, <laughs> that's like one of my worst City-supporting memories is going to oh, really? United at Main Road and you bring that game up, Steve. We we won 2-1 against Oxford. It's, I don't know what year, but it was, um, I think it was a Stevie Redmond like, last-minute winner. Like um, when I went, we lost. It rained <laughs> all day. It was horrendous, yeah. I found myself drinking shots of shots of tequila in a pub around main road and then staggering up Oxford road to another bar. And I can't even remember who I was with, but just asking whoever I was with, why are we doing this? What is the, somebody explained the point in, in this whole escapade because I've just watched city lose to Oxford. It's pissing it down. I'm piss wet through. It's just, this is meant to be fun. Sorry. Weather definitely plays a part because mine was, I think mine was Oldham, mine the deer, and, and, and it was rain, uh, raining as well. And I got the coach and just said to, to my brother, why why do we do this every week? <laughs> what are we doing? Um, yeah. So, of course, we, we've gone through some really tough times as fans. We have the stripes and the badges to prove it and, uh, and the scars to prove it. So... When the takeover occurred, it was within the lotto. It was having your life just turned upside down and, and very much for the better. And it was something to be celebrated and disbelieved because of how wonderful it was. And, of course, then what, what transpired after that and the players that we brought in and the success we enjoyed. But prior to the takeover, despite it being a lot worse as regards to the quality of football, the kind of the amount of times we've won football matches and it was better in a lot of ways as well because we were just allowed to enjoy it Um, and it's interesting I used the word allowed there without even putting any thought to it just instinctively said the word allowed as if because that's how it feels now that we're not allowed to enjoy it Um, and that's why it really gets under my skin the whole thing because I won't swear in this pod but I'll just swear now so if you've got any kids put your hands over their ears who the fuck are they to tell us what we can and can't enjoy? And by they, I predominantly mean the media, but I also mean the UEFA and I mean the Premier League. Hmm. Um. So we'll get into we'll 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 get there. I know you're chomping at the bit to, <laughs> to, to get to get to things, and we we will get there. But um, before we get there. How do you feel about the success that we've had since the takeover? And and to give that question a little bit of context, um, the, the success doesn't exist in isolation and it doesn't exist in a vacuum. The owners have to do things. They have to run the football club. And then the, the success is a byproduct of the way the club is run. Um, so have you had since the takeover, if you put aside what I would consider to be rumour-mongering, right? Mm. Have the club actively behaved in a manner that has put you off? Oh, that's a good question, because I, I would say, yes, they have, um, but it's more behavioural than anything else. You know, obviously, we're going to get into the financial aspect and the, the Premier League charges, of course we are. Um, but 
I, I'm not privy to that. You know, you're not privy to that. No one listening, I, I assume, is privy to that. We do, we haven't seen the accounts. We haven't seen the paperwork. We haven't seen the kind of email trails or any of that business. Um, but in a behavioural sense, then I can speak as you know empirically as as a fan. I you know know how I felt towards our owners. Very <laughs> inordinately grateful for what they've done to our football club and for our football club. Forever grateful. Um, but also, I do feel like the club now is more detached from myself, more distant. Um, and then when I got into the line of work that I do, there was a good five years where, and I, I know it wasn't, of course I wasn't, but it felt sometimes like I was one of the only ones out there defending Manchester City in print. I would write article after article defending the club um, and I would get mocked for it by kind of journalists and, and you know, I'd, and, and rival fans and all the rest of it. And it, it was all kind of, you know, those pathetic Twitter wars that were around. Um, but I was always kind of trenchantly defending City. And I wouldn't expect anything from the club, but they were just this other, you know? They were just this kind of, I don't know, closed off edifice that, I only really encountered on match days. Um, I never had any communication with the club, and the club don't have any communication with fan-led media. Um, indeed, the only kind of communications they have as regards to the media are with individuals who do nothing but slag off the club. Um, so in that regard, I felt they've been a bit distant, a bit aloof. So when all this has transpired, and this has all kind of come out in a wash about how aloof... Um, yeah, I'm not saying the owners. I'm saying that basically the people, um, you know, you could say at the top four or five levels at Manchester mm. City, that they are aloof, I think. They do give off mm. that vibe. Um, and if they want to be so towards the Premier League, that's their business, good on them. Yeah, fine. But it does feel like they're like that towards fan media and fans in general, I think. Mm. So... Understand that. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but the my question was angled slightly differently. In right. that, what I'm what what I'm asking is, I think that we are expected to to feel a way about the ownership. I yeah? see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. and I think that one of the questions I've had to ask myself is, well, externally people are telling me I should feel a way about the owners. So when I look at myself internally post takeover, I, I, I tried to put, I, basically I tried to, to remember a moment where they behaved in a way. And I'm not talking about like, you know, putting up season ticket prices or anything. Like that. I'm talking mm. about seriously egregious stuff because really this is what we're talking about. When we talk really about ownership yeah, the nuts and bolts of what their job is, is their job. You're never going to please every supporter every week. But in the main, morally, that's the word I was looking for. Morally, have the club behaved in a manner at any point since the takeover that has made you uncomfortable? Absolutely not. Not a single instance that comes to mind. Because um, if I'm talking about, you know, behavioural kind of um, aloofness, then... In terms of the actions and what they've done and what they've said, 
no. I mean, they've redeveloped an area of Manchester. They've completely transformed a football club. They've done so in a manner where they've showed integrity via silence, just, you know, as brickbats are thrown at the club again and again and again, and that they've just remained kind of stoic against that um, and dignified against that. And, yeah, there's not a single instance I could think of where they have let down the image of Manchester City and, you know, vicariously me as a supporter. Um, no, not one, not once. Um, it's all positives in that regard. I'm, I'm, I'm sound like I'm kind of stammering over my words here because I'm genuinely trying to think of something that they may have done. And there's not one instance I can think of in, what is it now, kind of 15 years of ownership. Um, no. And then you look at other clubs and how their owners behave and, you know, a broad kind of, array of, of kind of ineptitude or kind of um morally dubious actions or comments you know just with so many examples that come to mind from 15 years not once from city now mm. do you think that money makes everything okay is money the is money the difference here is that is that really why we feel the way that we do about the ownership or have they moved in a manner with the money that makes it easier to like them? Yeah, I, I think to a degree, both those kind of statements ring true there because, um, I mean, I know it's a cliche here, but it's often said, and one of the few positives that's said about Manchester City, um, and I've heard it said a couple of times in the past couple of weeks, is for all the money, it's how you spend it. So mm. they deserve enormous kind of um, credit for that. I, th- I think we've spent our money, we, <laughs> uh, the, the club have spent their money um, extremely well, extremely wisely. And the the manner in which a project has been built has been done impeccably, I would say. Um, going back to what, what I was saying earlier as well about the redevelopment of that area of Manchester um, and the campus, because um, it's obviously not just player transfers here. It, it's the whole project is just such a broad endeavour um, and costly endeavour as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, money, without money, it'd be, that's a really interesting thought. And I'm not going to answer it. I'm just going to basically put it out there to anyone listening. How would you feel if the same owners, the same strategies put in place, but on a very, very kind of you know mediocre budget, would we feel the same way about them? Um, See that, I don't I know. Think that's, yeah, I think that's the interesting thing for me, that I realize that um, success is a byproduct of the way in which they've run the club. Mm. Had they run the club in a different way, um, I don't think that I would like them any less because – so why I asked you about whether you remember supporting City before the takeover and how it felt, because I think that's what I realise is that maybe because of the nature of City as a football club in the past, um, success was never, you know, winning was not part of the experience. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. 
So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.